really, this is what made me think about the legacy thing mm. because I was like, man, and when you read Obadiah and you read about Edom, the Edomites, yeah. uh, this group of people, um, you just go, wow. I mean, they're, they're, were horrible and, mm. and their legacy stinks. Mm. You know, this is all you know about it. It's just bad. So I was like, man, that sounded like me. Oh boy. You know, I said, but that's not me anymore. Right? User, boozer, and three-time loser. All <laughs> That's right. Jim, it's good to have you back, man. All your little, you know what I mean? I missed all those chime-ins like that, you know? Um, but that's not me anymore. Praise God. And, and, right. And I want people to know that, listen, that's not, it doesn't have to be like that. No, it doesn't. It does not have to be like that. Mm-hmm. So I put the sermon together, I, I preached it, and then I shared my testimony a little bit at the end of it to try to incorporate the whole thing so they could see. And let me tell you, Jimmy, yeah. You know me, I'm a, I'm a reserved kind of guy. You know, yeah. I, I'm a fundamental, you know, but yeah. I, I'm on stage and I have 130 of my guys, That's you know, amazing. right? And then I got the short-term program Very too. Bad. Those are the guys who are just coming in. They're in like detox and they're in short-term. And, and then we're hoping that they transition to us. If they don't, they can go to other programs or just leave. So I had about 30 of them down there. And then I had a bunch of my interns who, who work under me and my staff and stuff like that. And I felt the Lord just say, call the people down to the altar. Praise God. If, if, if they want a new legacy, if they want to leave a new legacy in Christ, go ahead. The altar is important. Uh, I, the Lord gave me this a long time ago. If you cannot alter, A-L-T-E-R, mm. your circumstances, bring your circumstances to, to the, the altar. A-L-T-A-R. I like that, Jimmy. That's good. The right? Lord gave me that. So I'm sitting there, and I mean, it wasn't like this audible voice. He didn't say, John, call him down. But I could just feel no, it in my heart. You know, you know what I mean? You know. Yeah, so I said, so I just turned around and said, who wants to leave a new legacy? Who wants to, who wants to change today Amen. their legacy, right? Amen. And everybody, Jimmy. Everybody. Maybe, maybe, maybe five or six people didn't come to the, and everybody came to the that's, altar. That's the most amazing I mean, it, thing it was, and most important thing you can do was, in your life. It was the most unbelievable th- experience. And, and we prayed for people and, and it just was, it was, it was just, I, I was just like overwhelmed by God and yes. what he was doing and the spirit was moving, um, you know, and these guys are broken, you know, but this is why you had a chance to influence yeah. people for time and eternity. That's right. That's why. That's why I love my testimony. I'm just going to say I love my testimony. You know, I wouldn't trade it for anything because that's all I have, Jimmy. Yeah. I'm not. You know, I don't have any master's degrees, doctorates, any bachelors. I got nothing. I just barely graduated high school. But I have this testimony. Amen. Right of what the Lord has done in my life, and it is so. When I share that, it's so powerful. And, and people just, they, you know, they go, I, I had two guys who were in short-term program, right? Yeah. And, and they're like, if God can do that for you. That's what he said. He said, I want I what want you want. Term. He said, it's exactly what he said. He said, we weren't going to come. These two guys are like, we were not going to come to the long-term. Amen. We didn't want, we are, our plan was to stay and leave. But he said, because of your testimony Amen. and what the Lord is, whatever God did to you, I want him to do to me because I got kids and I want to leave a legacy for my Amen. kids. You know, I, I, he gave you your kids back. He put... Man, I'm coming over. You just, you know, I want what you have. And I said, you know, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for letting me go through all that, going through all this stuff in my life so that I can tell people about what God can do in somebody's life. Could you imagine, and people out there, if he were to write a book about (laughs) his life? Or at least least start like this. I write... 
the amazing story about amazing changed life through the amazing grace of God. That's I right. mean, he can at least write, uh, you know, I, I a can. couple things. Come on. I, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. On. I'm really busy right now oh, with, with my new job. Excuses okay? are the nails that build a house of failure. Thank you, Jimmy, for your kind words. <laughs> okay, anyway. So here's, here's what I'm going to do. It is... Um, 1017. I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to play a quick song and then we'll be right back. Do not go anywhere. If you got to go to the bathroom now or something, you got to get a snack. You want to get your coffee. It's Friday night, man. Let's hang out. Let's talk. Let's talk about the Lord. Let's talk Amen. about being stuck in a rut. Let's talk about overcoming. Let's Amen. talk about new life in Christ. So go get your popcorn, get a snack, get whatever you need, coffee, tea, go to the bathroom, come back in about three minutes. We'll be right back. Amen.
All right, we're back. That's a pretty good uh, version of that song. I'm into all that kind of like uh, those remix stuff that they do now. Like uh, they have that one. They have, I forget the other one, like Amen or something like that. Uh, that was King and Country, by the way. Um, so you're going to be able to go to their concert if you text 345-345. That's the number you want to send it to. And it's Life Radio, all one word. Send that text and then answer the questions. I think they want you to you know, sign your email or something like that, and then you're in, you're good, and you'll be entered to win um, the contest, you know, to win tickets for the contest. So I want to talk a little bit about legacy, and, and I just want to start with, with the legacy I was leaving. I'm going to read uh, where I was coming from. Now, listen, a lot of you, if you know somebody, um, they need to hear this story. Um, if they're on the streets, uh, they're in and out of jail, they're strung out on drugs, um, they need to hear this story because Amen. a lot of a lot of people they, they they're so lost and are so down that they just don't think there's a way out. And I'm telling you, I promise you, there is a way out. So listen, here here is my legacy. This is this is from 2013. Okay, this is a Burlington City man who was jailed Sunday night after a six-hour standoff during which two children were held hostage. Now let me just let me just preface something here. Those two children were my boys, my little boys. Now. They weren't held hostage. I wasn't like holding them at gunpoint or anything like that. Um, we were, I just had them in the attic with me. We were hiding. I was hiding from the police and I had them come play hide and go seek with me because that's what I was telling them we were doing. Um, and then we fell asleep. Um, but the cops were, I mean, there was, when I tell you there was cops, there were, they shut down 10 blocks each way from my house. SWAT team, sheriffs, ambulances, everything were out, outside waiting. So after that six-hour standoff, it was, I was, it says, during which two children were held hostage, was ordered, held on $10,000 bail during his first appearance in Superior Court in Mount Holly on Monday because I was jailed on Sunday night. It says, Sean Ryan, 37, of the 200 block of St. Mary Street, was charged with third-degree resisting arrest and disorderly persons offense and obstruction and hindering. A 10% option was part of the bail set by Judge Claypool, um, they say it's the bail is the top of the range of, for the charges. Uh, then it says Burlington City Prosecutor Bethany Deal said third degree resisting arrest can be charged when a defendant uses or threatens physical force against a police officer, but pointed out the police reports do not indicate that Ryan used force in the incident, which began when authorities tried to serve him a probation warrant. So I was already violated probation, so I had warrants out. Okay. Now it says. City and township police worked together to locate Ryan, a fugitive. Now listen to this. Wanted in Burlington County, Camden County, Lebanon County, Pennsylvania, and they forgot one, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. So four counties. I'm wanted in four counties. Okay? And they said he was believed to be on St. Mary Street early that evening. So they're coming to try to serve me this warrant. And I'm violated my probation. So when officers made contact with Ryan... Ryan ran and barricaded himself inside a home along with his two children, police said. He was taken into custody and both children were found unharmed. The operation was carried out with assistance from the city fire department, city of the fire department was there, Office of Emergency Management, Endeavor Emergency Squad, Burlington Mount Holly Special Response Team. So if any, you know, their CERT team, if any of you uh, have been in jail they know what the cert teams like. They got the masks and the helmets and the and the and the and the, and the uh, shields, okay. And the Willingboro SWAT team and virtual tactical paramedics, okay. Plus, Burlington City cops, sheriffs, everything. I mean, it was crazy. News was there. It was nuts. 
right? Ryan said in court, that's me, that I understood the charges and would apply to be represented by a public defender, which he stunk, by the way, just in case anybody wanted to know. <laughs> when asked if he had dependents relying on him for care, he answered, my children are cared for right now. In March 2012, Ryan was sentenced to 180 days and two years probation, so I just got done serving six months. I was on two years probation for theft out of Burlington County, according to court records. He also has convictions for possession of drugs, resisting arrest in 2006, and other convictions out of Pennsylvania. Ryan was indicted on February in charges of credit card fraud in Camden. So, listen, man, do you see, you, you hear? Yeah. Do you hear all the things? I'm wanted in four, two states, four counties, violated probation. I've been convicted for possession of drugs, resisting arrest, convictions out of Pennsylvania, indicted for credit, credit card fraud in Camden, which I haven't even gone to court yet for. It's still pending at this time. I just got 180 days of jail just prior to that, and I'm on probation. So that charge is still pending for fraud. So, and it says he also has municipal court convictions for drugs and theft back dating to 1999. So 99 to 2013 is how many years? 14? 14 years, people. My legacy was... Do drugs, steal, rob, go to jail, violate probation, go back to jail, go to another county, steal, rob, get charges out of there, move out of state, steal, rob, get charges in two different counties out of there, and I'm finally, everything comes to a head. Wham! Hmm. Right? Now I got, I have ten, 10 different, I got teams here, teams there, SWAT team, tactical team, ambulances, police, there was so, listen, there were so many people outside of my house, Jimmy, that they had a food truck there. <laughs> the guy was profiting off my downfall. There were so many people there. They had a food truck. So ask my mother-in-law. Ask my wife. Yeah, they I were serving know. hot chocolate and, like, hot dogs. Hey. 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 hey everybody, right hang on. Step right up. That's right. You know, like, I was, like, the talk of the town. So finally, I get arrested. I go to jail. Okay. And then... God sends somebody in my life. Amen. Right? Amen. He sends Michael Keene. Amen. Mike Keene comes, sees me, and says, listen, I don't believe God's done with you yet. Amen. And I'm going to help you. Amen. Now, at this point, you have to understand, I still have all these charges to face. Everything. I got to go to five different counties. To I got four different counties and four different jails. I just lost my kids to the state. I don't have any of my kids anymore. Hmm. My wife is strung out on meth and oh. drugs. She's got nowhere to live. We have no home, nothing. It's over, Jimmy. It's over. Okay? And God... Almost like there's no hope. No hope, man. No hope. And God saw fit to put somebody in my life. See, he says... He'll provide you a way out, Amen. right? Now, the problem with most people is what do you think they want? They, they don't want the way out. No. They don't want to take the way out. They, they, I, I, I got it. I'll do it my own way. I don't need God. I don't need this. I don't want to. I got, they don't want to take the way out. Well, let me tell you, I was no dummy. Hmm. The way out was presented in front of me, mm -hmm. and I took it. Praise God. Praise the Lord, right? Praise the Lord that Mike felt in his heart pressed to come see me. Praise the Lord that God cared enough to send somebody to come see me, right? Yep. 
I, I don't know whether it was that time or it was. Didn't I, uh, the Lord, give me a word to give to you right before you were put in jail? <sighs> well, Jimmy, the I, word was, I said, if, if you don't get right with God, you'll either be in jail, in the hospital, or dead. That's right. And I was in jail. And I was really close to dying. If you could have seen my picture, I wish I could, I wish I could like somehow put my picture up on the... You know what? Maybe I can't. Hold on. Here's what I'm going to try to do. Watch this. Let me see this, people. Let me see if I can give you a little glimpse of this. Let me see if it actually works. Can you see there? Look at that. Uh, I think I, wait, hold on. I, gotta, I, gotta, I think I can zoom in. Hold on. Zoom slow. Let me see if this works. Look at that. Okay. See that? See that? That is my ID that I took, even though I wasn't supposed to, from the Burlington County Jail. Because when I was leaving, I knew I was going to have a testimony, right? I yeah. knew that God was changing me. And I said, I need to hold on to this. I need to show people right. where I came from and the who before. I The before, right? So there, there it is. That's, that's me before in jail, right? This is how bad I, I look like I was dead. I look like I was dying, right? So... That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about like we can we can either stay like that, right? And most people, they think that that's that's it. Hmm. That there's there's nothing to get out of. There's no way out, right? Hmm. And I want to talk a little about. Listen, I know it's funny. You're gonna be like Obadiah. Like what the heck, Obadiah? All right. But I just want to talk about Obadiah and his and his, and what he what he did, what, what he was about. Okay, and what he what he went he. Edom is the main topic in Obadiah. I don't know if anybody knows, but Edom is this nation. It's a small nation, and they are descendants, or they trace all the way back to Esau. And we know the story of Jacob and Esau, mm-hmm. right? What What is Jacob? You know who Jacob and Esau are? Yeah. What are they? Brothers. They're brothers, right? Okay. And one was supposed to, he had a birthright, and he was mm-hmm. supposed to be take over everything that his father was going to give him. He was going to, he was going to be the... That was Esau. That was Esau. That's correct, right? So I, ha- I have it. Well, let me, let me just find it here. Edom goes all the way back to Esau. Let me just preface this, all right? So the prophecy that Obadiah does, it's very unique because it really just deals with Edom and not so much of Israel and Judah. Because when you, when you read a lot of the Old Testament prophets, the majority of the time, they are prophesying against yeah. God's chosen, right? But now these people are... He's, these people are Obadiah's prophecies against the people against who are against God. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take a quick break. I gotta play the um, Fox News legal ID and the Fox News Radio, and then we'll come right back. This is Life Radio WIFI, fourteen sixty AM, Florence, Burlington. News. I'm Rich Dennison. President Trump today said he didn't tell Russian President Vladimir Putin not to interfere in the 2020 election, but White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders says the administration has made that perfectly clear. We're actually taking steps to stop it and make sure that it doesn't happen again. The special counsel's report on Russian election meddling shows Russia actively interfered in the last election with a goal of helping the Trump campaign. The U.S. economy adding 263,000 jobs in April. Vice President Mike Pence crediting Trump administration policies for the positive numbers. If you cut taxes, roll back regulation, fight for free and fair and reciprocal trade, you unleash American energy, the American economy will do as it's always done. We'll start creating jobs, creating opportunity. Today's jobs report showing the April unemployment rate hitting a 49-year low. This is Fox News. 
All right, we're back. We are back, and we're talking about building a legacy. How the legacy you have now either can be completely reversed and changed through Christ, right? You don't have to stay in the right way, or the legacy you're building in Christ can even grow to a greater extreme, I believe. What's a verse you got for me, Jim? Well, I have two. All right, Jim, go ahead. Okay, the first verse is Psalm 50, verse 15. It says, And call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you will honor me. Amen. We bring honor to the Lord. That's right. And, of course, this uh, verse that says, Choose you this day. Whom you will serve. Mm. Um, in the, well, here's another verse, okay? And it, call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you when you will honor me. I had that written out. And uh, the other one was... Choose whom this day you will serve. Yeah, I hope in front of you life and death. Yes. Right. I love that. And it is life and death. And people don't, so, people don't understand that. And I tell people at Teen Challenge all the time, these guys, I say, listen, man. Right. This is life and death. You win or lose by, by the, the way, way you, you choose. choose. That's right. <laughs> That's right, Jimmy. And if you don't choose right now, life, I assure you, right. you're going to walk into death. That's right. They just don't want to hear it. So let me tell you, Obadiah, he's talking about Edom. Edom is this nation they built a legacy of terror, and it goes all the way back to Esau. And the reason I talk about this is because I, for me anyway, I want to leave a legacy that I can Amen. pass down to my children, to my children's children, Amen. to my ex-children. I don't want what was in front of me because my legacy, my father, I don't really know him that well, drug addict, in and out of jail, murdered, right? Hmm. Out front of him, I don't know. But all I know is that that's where it was, and then bam, here I am, and I, you know... I, uh, now I have the out, though, in Christ to be able to not leave. Because I could just, I could have continued on, and that could have went down to the next one, down to the next one. But, but God, is, God is good, man. Amen. He's gracious. So let me just read a little something. It's Genesis 25, 29 through 34. Ah, uh, 33. It says, Once when Jacob was cooking stew, Esau came in from the field, and he was exhausted. And Esau said to Jacob, Let me eat some of that red stew, for I am exhausted. Therefore, his name become, is called Edom because of this red stew, Esau's. Jacob said, sell me your birthright now. Okay, Esau had a birthright given by God, just like all of us have this birthright, right? We, well, God gives us something, yes. right? He gives us a birthright, yes. right? Okay, and, and so Jacob says, you know, sell me your birthright, and I'll give you some stew. Esau said, I'm about to die. Of what use is a birthright to me? Now, what a horrible thing to say. First of all, Esau is a hunter. He's an outdoorsman kind of guy. Mm -hmm. He's not really that exhausted. He might be tired, mm -hmm. worn out. Maybe he's having a bad day. I don't know, but he wasn't about to die. No, no not in any way. So he's really, this is like what most people, we get into our funk. We get into our mood, into our yeah. emotions, and yeah. we're like, oh, I'm just too tired, man. I can't, I can't. I'm about to die anyway. Who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? Here, here, take my birthright. Take what God's given me, you know, and I'll just I'll just do another bag of heroin. Right? right? Does that sound right? Okay. He says, so I'm about to die. Jacob said, swear to me now. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau the bread and lentil stew, and he ate and drank and rose and went away. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Okay? So there's the start of the downfall of Esau. One, 
He sold what God had given to him for some stew, or for my case, sold what God had given me for some drugs. Right. And then I wound up. This, then Esau despised the birthright, which means he basically despises God, which is what we do. Right. We start to despise God. We despise everything. We despise people in front of us, people who love us, everything. We just destroy everything on our path. Yeah. Right. And that's basically what happened. You have a scripture because I see. Well, you, you know what? If you, uh, I'd like to continue the story because it's really cool. Uh, what happens later on? His mother, Rebecca, said to Isaac that she overheard her father say to her his brother, uh, "Go out and get me some food, right. and I'll give you a blessing." Right. So the mother wanted. This other son, right, right, just get the birthright. She said it to Jacob, not Isaac. To said, Jacob, yes, to Jacob. You so what did he? What did she put on his arms? And, and she put the, the fur on, so that and and the, the stuff on back his neck. Of the, yeah. With now, here's the point. Right. It's funny. With a skin of a goat, right. a young goat, right, a kid. Yes. Later on, uh, Jacob's sons tricked him. Mm, right. Okay. Yeah. With um. With the skin of an animal, with Joseph and and Isaac, mm. okay. Isaac, the the brothers of Joseph, uh, told the father that he um, was killed by a wild animal, and they took the blood of a goat and right. put it on Joseph's coat of many colors. Yes. So his son. Right. Right. You reap what you yeah, sow. Reap what you sow. Right. You, that's the legacy you leave. You're yeah. going to reap what you sow. You're going to leave a legacy. So I, I get it. That makes yeah, all the yeah. sense in the world. So basically, now we're, we're through Esau and all this generational stuff, the legacy of Esau, because one, despising your birthright, he, now he's prideful. Yeah. Right? Oh, he, boy. He's Talk totally prideful. He separates himself from everything. And that's what we do as people who are stuck in addiction or in sin or whatever we're doing. We separate ourselves from God. We fall into this mentality of pride where we just we know everything we don't want to deal with nobody leave us alone we got this and we just destroy everything in front of us what's the center of the word pride what letter i i, I right what's the right. center of the word sin uh-oh hold on my connection is is going here i don't know what just happened uh this what is the center? what I? is the center yep it's, it's I. the big i right it's the big i Jimmy, give me another scripture, if we can, and I will try to see if okay. I can bring this back up. All right. All right. Um, Hezekiah repented of the pride of his heart, and after Hezekiah repented of his pride, God gave him great riches and honor, and it says he succeeded in everything that he did. And the Bible says in 2 Chronicles 16, 9, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards him. So God is looking. God is looking for somebody. Amen. God is looking for someone. So, all right, I brought, I'm going to bring it back to Facebook Live. Sorry about that, people. Hopefully you can log on and, and, and see that we're back. I don't know what happened to the feed. We always have problems with Facebook. I think Facebook like stalks us, mm. and here's us speaking of the truth, and they try to shut us down. Mm. That's just my guess. I don't know, maybe not. But anyway, so Edom now is this is is this legacy from Esau, which I feel like you know I, I try to just think of like maybe my dad, you know, and that legacy and that curse and that just that wickedness is just passing down to the next generation, right? So Edom now is is basically. 
this prideful nation that has been passed down from Esau, okay? And basically, Edom represents symbolically the enemy of God's people, right? And Israel represents God's people. Right. So, so now we have Edom, and they are just a mess, right? They're very, first of all, they have worldly wisdom, okay? So worldly wisdom, they're, they find uh, safety in worldly wisdom. They find safety in their in their uh, fortress, which is built up in the mountains. So, yeah. And that's just like what we do ourselves, right? We'll find safety in some worldly wisdom, right? Yeah. You know, uh, for me, I would sober up and I would have a little bit of wise wisdom from the world, but then that wouldn't last. Yeah. I'd find safety in money, hmm. uh, cars, uh, women, you know, girlfriends or whatever. You know, you find, I have a home, I got this. You find safety in these things, Security. And that's security, right. So that's what Edom had. First of all, they had a lot of pride, and they were uh, descendants of Esau. The legacy was just really bad, right? Everything you read about them is bad. All they did was just, and they even would help others bring others down, Yep. right? That's and that that's something we do, yeah. right? Misery loves company, Yep. right? When you're stuck in your addiction, you don't want to be the only one going down. Right. So you will go out and find somebody and get high with them, and you'll bring them down with you, right? And I tell that guys in the Teen Challenge because, you know, some of them, you know, they try to do th things outside of the rules. And, and then they'll go and, like, somebody will sneak in some cigarettes, yeah. you know, and they'll smoke. And they'll come to the altar and they'll praise God, and then they'll go back to their room and they'll get the cigarettes out, and they'll give one to their brother. Hmm. How awful is that? Yeah. I mean, that's not good. So we got Edom here, and they are a mess, right? So what happens is, you know, they're angry, they're bitter, they're complaining, you know, and then we do what we do is we, it's somebody else's fault. I want it my way. I know what's best. You know, I got money in the bank. I got this. Uh, this guy doesn't know how to help me. You know, we have all these excuses. We're prideful, and we don't really want to get any help at all. Hey, I got a comment. When people are saying the wrong things, the wisdom of this world, here, here's a statement. Go ahead. The jawbone of an ass is just as dangerous a weapon today as it was in Samson's time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dangerous thing. I got you. Okay, well... <laughs> Well, I, since since we use that word in like a biblical context, yeah, I biblical. guess well, it's biblical. We're okay. Biblical. Okay. All right. All right. So, 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 so Edom has built this leg. So if you were to read about Edom, right, and yeah. Esau, Edom is, is by the fourth century, third century, no one ever hears about him anymore, right? And when you read all of Obadiah, that legacy stinks. Mm. See, I refuse to have that legacy, right. right? And I believe that Christ refused us to have that legacy. Amen. That's why he died for us. Amen. He said, you don't got to be like Edom. You don't got to be like that legacy. You don't got to be like Esau and throw everything away, right? Run away from God. Right. See, so the whole entire book of Obadiah is bad, except till you get to about verse 17. And this, when I'm reading it and I'm studying, I'm like, man, these guys, this, this legacy stinks. What the heck? Hmm. And then you see God being God in verse 17. Jimmy, you got it? No, I, I flipped and I lost it, but here I'll... Uh there, there's Obadiah. Obadiah. Yep. Verse, verse 17. Verse 17, because it's, it's only one chapter. Yeah, okay, right. I got it here. And what does it say? It says, but on Mount Zion will he 
will be delivered. I'll start again. But right. on Mount Zion will be deliverance. That's right. It will That's be right. holy. That's right. And the house of Jacob will possess its inheritance. Okay. So let me tell you what that means, man. Yeah, tell us. Let me tell you, you can be in the nation of Edom right now. You can mm. be stuck in that disgusting mess. Mm. Haters of God, prideful, mm. bringing others down, drug addicted, whatever, homeless, a mess, okay? You are in that nation right now. But God, through his son, has given us the opportunity to be pulled out of that nation and up on Mount Zion with the house of Jacob, right? You mean he can transfer us out of the kingdom of darkness into into the the kingdom of light? That's right, that's right. By the power of the Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ, by faith in Jesus Christ, right? And that's what happened to me. You just heard me read my newspaper article, right? Yeah. It was awful. One and, by, one and by two different states, four different counties, police at my door, SWAT team, kicking down my doors, and barricading my kids, whole bunch of mess. Drug charges all the way back to 1999, right? Yeah. I'm a strong out mess. You saw my picture. It was awful, okay? Found, Jesus found me in a jail cell. I, I, I had a mentor. I worked with Michael Keen. He came, saw me in jail. He, he started pouring into me. And then the new legacy started to begin. Here's another verse I gave you this verse a long time ago. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 3, or verse 8. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 8. He raises the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from the ash heap. Now, the King James Version says dunghill. Right. He takes you out of the pile of dung. Right. He right. lifts the needy from the ash heap. He seats them. Then it, what, what he does, the Lord pulls you out of that, yeah. and then he'll seat you with princes That's right. and has them inherit a throne of honor. Amen, amen. But he'll take, you, he'll take you from the dust and the ash heap or the dunghill, right. and he'll change you. That's right, that's right. Now, he can. Change you up. Now, let me tell you a little bit, though. It's not like this, um, like, uh, he pulls you out, boom, you're perfect, and everything's You mean great. one hit with the Lord, you're it's, off on the Jesus trip. No, that's not how it works, Okay. It is, it is a process, and it took work. I mean, I had to press on, like Paul says. Mm-hmm. I had to constantly keep pressing on. There's a blessing in the pressing. That's keep right, Keep on Jim. pressing. That's right. Keep on pressing. So I had to get blessed. You know, I had to press on so that I could get the blessing. But the, it, the, what happened is there was opportunity for that through Christ, right? So you heard my legacy then, right? That was the legacy right. I was leaving. Now, mind you, I have a 21-year-old son. His name's Tyler. And for a while, Tyler hated me. For a long time, Tyler hated me. And he had very, listen, every right to really be frustrated with his dad because I was a poor father, was not a good father, okay? But as I'm writing my new legacy, I'm building my new legacy, right? Daily with Christ. And let me tell you, that's my focus the entire time for the past six years, Christ. This is this is this is the what my son writes about me on Instagram last year. Let's hear it. Ready? He says, allow me to teach you a lesson using this father of mine. I swear I hate this guy, man like Cain hated Abel. Hmm. He is everything I wanted to be and everything I want to be for myself simultaneously. He is intelligent yet humble, understanding yet empathetic, learned yet inquisitive, and full of passion for life. He is a true fisher of men. Amen. Things were not always this way, however. For the bulk of my life, the father I knew was deeply pathological and plagued by addiction and self-destruction. Hmm. I watched his life reduced him to nothing, and then as his belief and conviction redeemed it all, he is a walking testimony. Amen. 
Let me assure you, my father has proof that there is no such thing as an unredeemable past. You would do well to respect the endless potential of your current position, no matter how abysmal it may seem. Dad, you are the most inspirational person I know. Amen. I love you. Amen. Now, what the heck, man? Are you kidding me? Six years ago, SWAT team's at my door. I'm barricading my kids in. I have nothing. I've lost everything. I'm as dismal as it can get. Nobody wants me around. Nobody wants anything to do with me. And then God decides Amen. to jump in, send a man to try to just give me a, some glimpse of hope. Jesus gets into my life and radically changes me. Amen. And now he, that's my new legacy now, Amen. Jimmy. Here's the verse, Deuteronomy 30, verse 19 and 20. I have set before you life and death, Blessings and curses. Now, choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice, and hold fast to him. Amen. Amen. I love that. your children. Yeah, I love what Peter says. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, Mm. and he will raise you up in due time. Amen. Due time. Now, and and it's funny because he does raise you up because, listen— the job I have right now, it doesn't even make sense, right? I'm the director of Teen Challenge, hmm. okay? Me. Six years ago, I was I was about to go on a tour to all these jails. I couldn't even say my name right. I was so strung out on drugs. Everybody hated me. And now I'm the director of Teen Challenge. And you know why I know I'm supposed to be there? Because I'm unqualified for the job, Jimmy. And tell me and those listening, what is the key factor that has helped you renew or change your life, besides Jesus coming in your heart? You have a certain affinity for what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm 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 going to assume doctrine. What? Reading the Word. Reading the Word. I love to read the Word. Right. I love to read. Listen, I do read the Word. I love. That's a key factor. Key factor. Of course. That's, I don't, listen, I don't leave my house in the morning until I get into the Word of God. Right. Amen. That was my big thing. But then I pray. This is funny. Then I, I asked God, I said, because everybody knows, listen, I have a prayer life. I had a prayer life, but it was a little shallow. Right. And I yeah. said, God, I want to have a passion for prayer. Amen. Right. I want to I want to be I want to just come to you in prayer and just not worry about how much time it takes. I just want to have a passion. For it. And I just couldn't get that. And then he gave me this job. <laughs> God has a funny sense of humor. Yes. Jimmy, I've never prayed so much in my life. This job has forced me <laughs> to fall on my knees to pray because I can't do it without him. Like, you know, that's how I know I'm supposed to be there because I'm unqualified for the job. Amen. Because because I'm unqualified for the job, it's forcing me to rely on him to get the job done. Amen. All right? And that's how I know I'm called there because I am unqualified to do the job that I'm at right now, to be the director of Teen Challenge. I'm not qualified for it. But God doesn't, what does he say? God doesn't call the qualified he qualifies the call, right? And he takes a mess and makes a message out of it. That's right. That's right. Hey, Lucy, you're back. Justin, Pastor Ross, I see you jumped on for a little bit. Thank you. I don't know if you're still there. It stinks that we got knocked off and now we're back on again. Um, listen, just real one more reminder, 345-345. Text that number and type Life Radio, all one word, and you can be entered to win King and Country tickets for September 26th. I really want to go to that concert because I really like King and Country. So that's building a legacy. Listen, it can be done. If you know somebody who needs help, listen, there's a couple ways you can do this. Number one, you can contact us, right? 
Fountain of Life Center, Overcomers Ministry, Overcomers Radio Hour. You can call Fountain of Life Center. Go to their, go to their uh, flcnj.org on the website. Um, you can go to even Life Radio's page, uh, liferadionj.org or Life Radio NJ on Facebook, Instagram. You can get through to us, right? You can call 609-614-3801. I don't know if the phone's working tonight, so if you call, I might not be answering because I did try them early and it wasn't working. But you can, I mean, get a hold of us or... If you can't get a hold of us, you can get a hold of Faces of Change in Camden because let me tell you, they help people build new legacies Amen. in Christ. Amen. Okay. How about coming to church here too? You could come. Amen. You could come to church on Sunday, nine and twelve, nine and eleven. We have two services. You can come to church. Uh, there's people who want to help you. We don't. That's the the goal of this show. We don't want you to stay in your rut. Right. Right. We, a rut is a small grave. That's right. Right. Well, we want to. I know. I know a God who who healed a man. My God heals people in their grave, and he brings them back to life. Amen. Right? He took a, a, a whole field of dry bones and made them come to life, right? Amen. He took Lazarus as he was dead and hey, brought him back to life. Uh, Ten-second testimony. When I Lord had me saved years ago, put me in ministry. I told, Now, I wouldn't advise this, but I told this guy that was uh, the town heroin addict, and, and he would take methadone in the morning. Right. And I was young in the Lord. I said, man, you don't need no methadone. All you need is faith in God. He, he withdrew from methadone and his body went into a toxic reaction from years of being on drugs. Right. He was convulsing. Right. We laid him on a picnic table in a matter of, and we ran in, somebody ran in, called the ambulance. And in a matter of minutes, this man stopped breathing. He was like, Ooh, and choking and he stopped breathing. Wow. And I got scared for me. Now, I didn't pray that he'd come back to life. I, sp- I sang one song, one line of a song. And I sang it because in my mind, I saw the newspaper article. Jesus freak tells man, you don't need drugs. All you need is faith in God. The man dies. Right. And I thought I'd be in trouble. Right, right. And I said one line. What a friend we have in Jesus. At the name of Jesus, yes. his eyes rolled from the back of his head. He started breathing. I said, can you say amen? He said, amen. amen. I said, can you say praise the Lord? He said, praise the Lord. He, At that moment, the ambulance came in. I said, get up. Here comes your ambulance. Now, it took me and another guy to lay him down. Right. And he jumped off the picnic table and ran to the ambulance. Right. Wow. That's so amazing. God can literally yes, he can. do anything he wants to. That's right. So here's what I want to ask you before we go. Ready? What legacy do you want to leave? Edom was destroyed, and the last mention of them is around the first century. They have some, some connections to the Idumeans, which were came where the Herods came from, King Herod, only to become extinct and to be a disgrace. Mm. See, if you're in that place now, we can end that. Amen. We can change that position. You don't have to be like Edom. You don't have to leave a legacy that ends in disgrace. Or you could be like the Apostle Paul, right? Who was an enemy of God, a God hater. Mm -hmm. He killed, he worshiped falsely, he hated his brother. But when he was encountered by Jesus, when the opportunity was there in front of him, he took it and he was radically changed, right? And now his legacy, right? It's remembered for 2,000 years still to this day. And still going strong. Time Magazine actually said that he was the sec- He is the second most influential man in history. You know who wow. number one is? Jesus. That's right. Right? Jesus, then Paul. So let me tell you, I want to be like Paul. Amen. Right? I want to leave that legacy, right, in Christ. But I can't do it on my own. I couldn't do it by myself. I tried and tried and tried. 
And I know some of you might have tried and tried and tried. And let me just let me just help you now. Mm-hmm. You can't do it without Christ. You just can't. So listen, here's what I'm saying. It's legacy time. So if you want to leave a new legacy, get right with God. Get right with Christ. Find out who this Christ is. Make sure he's deep down in your soul. Get into that word. Pray. And if you need help, contact us here, 609-614-3801. Contact the church. Contact Faces of Change in Camden. They have an Instagram page. They have a Facebook page, liferadionj.com, Overcomers Radio Hour. Uh, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have a website too. So please, if you need help, you know somebody who's helped, just get them in contact. I'm a director of uh, Pennsylvania Adult Teen Challenge, so I can get people into our program because um, we want to end that old legacy and start this new one because 2 Corinthians 5.17 says what, Jimmy? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things are passed away. Behold, all, All things, things begin to come become, become new. new. That's right. He takes a caterpillar, a creepy crawler, fuzzy wuzzy, inch in a long life, and turns him into a butterfly. Amen. Flies above this world. That's right, he does. So, people, listen. It's legacy time. Let Amen. us know. Call Amen. us. Contact us. We're here to help. We'll be back next week. I think we'll be on FM, and we might even talk a little bit more about this because I love this topic. I love what the Lord can do. I love testimonies. Amen. Uh, and maybe I can get somebody, you know, I'd like to get somebody in here since it's like opening night, kind of, you know, a great testimony, someone who's got someone, someone big. I'm going to try to find somebody big, man. I wish I'd just get faces of change back in here because their testimony is always so great. They're just such a great powerhouse for the Lord. I love those guys. All right. Anyway, thank you all for listening in. I appreciate it. Sorry we lost you. Then you came back. You know, I, I guess we have some technical difficulties here. So spread the word. Let everybody know we're back on Friday night. If you know somebody who needs to hear a message of hope or who needs help. Who needs to hear that hope is still alive and well? Make sure you have them tune in. All right, guys. Have a wonderful evening. I appreciate you listening in. We love you. God bless. God bless. Back to back Christian hits. It's uplifting and encouraging. Switch. Life Radio WIFI, your inspiration station. All these thoughts are shouting me, try to bring me to my knees. And it's overwhelming, darkness echoes all around. Feels like everything is crashing down. Still, I know.